Welcome to the Confluence Investment Management Asset Allocation Weekly Report, dated January 22, 2021. I'm Phil Antler, and I'm speaking with Confluence Investment Management staff economist Thomas Wash. Today, we look at the nature of the economic recovery we've been experiencing following the initial impact of the pandemic. How widespread has the recovery been? Are there segments of the population that have been left out? Does the recovery still have legs, or does it need an extra push? If so, what kind of push would be most effective? Those are some of the questions we'll be considering. Thomas, first of all, how would you characterize the recovery so far? What stands out to you? Well, the recovery has hit a bit of a rut as of late, but we kind of expect it to be limited in nature. In December, there was a drop in consumer spending as a rising cases forced some businesses to reduce staff and limit business hours. However, I expect the recovery to get back on track this quarter. The one thing that stands out to me, though, is that those that benefited the most from the economy, specifically low-income households, are less confident about their current situation compared to high-income households. What do employment statistics tell us about the division between high and lower income in the the current recovery? The employment data tells us that consumer confidence is likely related to employment situation. High-income individuals have been able to maintain and find new employment much easier than low-income individuals. The pandemic has impacted many low-paying industries disproportionately. For example, although the net job losses in December was only 140,000, the lowest paying sector, leisure and hospitality, lost about half a million jobs. Is it normal for higher income people to fare best during an economic recovery? Generally speaking, high income individuals have higher levels of savings to live off of during bad times. And because they're more educated and more connected, they typically have more options for employment opportunities as well. As a result, this group is less likely to run into financial troubles and are the first to benefit during a recovery. Is it normal for lower income people to be the last to feel the benefits of recovery? Yes, it is normal because many within this group generally have limited employment opportunities and limited savings. How does consumer confidence data reflect what what has been happening? Well, consumer confidence has dipped for all groups, regardless of income class, but low-income consumer confidence has consistently trended below high-income group, with a few exceptions. What role have stimulus checks played in in driving consumer sentiment? A few months back, we discussed how low-income workers sought work even though the unemployment benefits paid them a higher wage. Well, this led us to conclude that these workers preferred jobs over government checks. The fact that consumer confidence for low-income households didn't respond to stimulus checks reaffirms this thesis. If one only looks at the overall unemployment rate or the overall consumer confidence index, consumer sentiment index, you you really don't see the divisions that you've been discussing. So I guess you're saying it's important to look at headline economic data with a grain of salt, that it's necessary to look below the surface rather than rely on the headline numbers. Yes, the headline unemployment rate and consumer confidence can mask the impact that the business cycle has been having on the most vulnerable people of our country. This was a mistake of the Obama administration, even though people were still struggling. So you're saying the Biden administration can can learn from previous economic recovery efforts, and in particular, what went on during the Obama administration. What, What should Biden do? 
Biden should be more focused on achieving a more inclusive recovery. Hence, he should be more cautious when implementing fiscal tightening, such as imposing austerity or raising taxes, as this can hurt low-income households and small businesses the most. What then is your opinion of the economic recovery plan that has just been announced by the Biden administration? Well, I think the Biden plan is generally a good start. Additional fiscal stimulus could help businesses stay afloat and make it easier for people to deal with the recession. That said, the proposed increase in the minimum wage could be detrimental to the recovery, not only due to its overall size, but also the timing. During a recovery, there is typically a surplus of workers, which puts downward pressure on wages, making it easier for firms to hire new workers. If the government imposes a price floor in the form of a minimum wage, it could potentially slow the hiring process, especially for small businesses, which accounts for about half of the U.S. private workforce. Overall, would would the Biden plan, in your opinion, do enough to sustain the lower income segment of the population in the next few months as, as recovery? hopefully plays out? I think it is too soon to tell how effective the stimulus will be, as the details have not been fully released. I am confident that the stimulus portion will at least provide some short-term relief for the economy. In the long term, it will be very interesting to see if it will make its way through Congress, and once it does, how effective it will be once implemented. That said, we expect favorable conditions for equities going forward, as it is unlikely that major tax reforms will take place. Well, how should equity investors be positioned as the Biden stimulus plan makes its way through Congress and and inevitably runs into challenges? We still expect value stock to outperform growth early on. But as people become more confident in the recovery and in the expansion, we expect growth to outperform value. Thank you, Thomas. Our discussion today is based upon sources and data believed to be accurate and reliable. We wish to state that opinions and forward-looking statements expressed are subject to change without notice, and this information does not constitute a solicitation or an offer to buy or sell any security. Our engineer is Dane Stoll. I'm Phil Adler. 